Listening to the Barracks Podcast by Kirsten Aho and Amanda Keene. I've learned through these storms that pass me by. Strength comes in the night. Your strength comes in the night. The views, comments, statements, and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent the official position of the Salvation Army. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Long time no talk, see, listen, one of those words. There's <laughs> a lot of posts on social media from Amanda. What? You've been posting on social media. I've really been trying. Here, yeah. Can we just, I'm just going to like... Talk I've, about the I've elephant in the room. <laughs> you what? I've seen some of the posts. You've what one? You, you've been on Facebook long one enough to two. see one, one of our two. posts. Well, here's the thing. I know you guys didn't know this before, but Kiri and I have a life. <laughs> it may be hard to believe, especially for Kiri. Hey, but <laughs> no, kidding. I mean, it is. Well, the thing is that I now work full time, right? I have a full time job with benefits, you know? Whoa. Like, I think I missed that. What? Where? Yeah. I at Home Depot. Can you please give us the address? No, we did that last episode, which a Home Depot address. Yeah. Well, we. Andy gave his episode or gave his episode, gave oh. his address. We have yet to do the flash mob. Is that what it's called? No, that's where you flash people. No, it's not. What is it? Amanda, what is, what is a- this is why we haven't recorded an episode. What is a flash mob? Amanda doesn't even know what a flash mob is. That's the word, right? Was that where you like come and surprise and you're like, you're dancing? Okay. <laughs> For some reason that sounded real wrong. Anyway, there's some nodding taking place from our, there is our special guests are very supportive. Um, and we'll probably never come back on the podcast. And look, they're just going to try to be real quiet the whole time. (laughs) Listen, it's proper podcast etiquette. We hadn't been introduced, so I didn't want to just like (laughs) jump in and like take over because I could very well take over this conversation right now. And it's not my place. About flash mobs. Yes. You might need to. You Why? might need to but take over. A flash mob is when you get a bunch of people to coordinate together. They go to one place and they do choreographed, choreographed, choreographed. That's the word. Choreographed <laughs> choreography. Just like in Hocus Pocus 2. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Exactly Raise your hand was. if you saw that. Raise your hand if you saw it with Amanda. <laughs> I mean, all of them. All of them. All, All of us, us except for Kiri. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I live here. We could have Skyped you in. We it wouldn't have been that hard. Guys, this is JD. Hi. <laughs> in case you had no idea. In case you had no idea what was happening or who was talking. Um, also, I think we might be... I, are we unintentionally on a Band of Survivors, like, memory... Yeah. 
plane I, memory trip. Tour. Mm-hmm. Not this BOS not memory me. tour. Not me. No, not JD, 08, but 08, though. <laughs> 08, though, but definitely Lindsay. We have JD and Lindsay Sell with us. Insert clap reel. We'll see if he does it. Sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. And by sometimes, <laughs> I mean one time. So you're very trusting of your editor to, to put something like that in. <laughs> I barely trust us. So, well, we definitely won't put the clap reel in because that's not our part. <laughs> I'm glad we're all on the same page because when I do my podcast, I do that all the time. I'm like, oh, you'll fix it in post. Sometimes she does, and sometimes she doesn't. Depends on how she's feeling. I get it. Okay. See, there we go. Lindsay, Bye. have yes. we heard your voice at all? This is my voice. (laughs) What's up? Okay. So, um, last episode we had real mixed reviews. It was very, um, very out there and different than our normal episodes because we had, uh, quite unique and lovely people that we were interviewing. And we had like unique relationships with one another that I think doesn't necessarily translate well. It doesn't for podcasts and it didn't. And so if you left our episode, um, feeling more stressed out than you did upon starting it, we apologize. Um, <laughs> why would they be stressed today? out? Okay. Did, some people were stressed out. We didn't talk about like Panyo or anything, right? Like <laughs> that's scary. <laughs> no, here's the thing, oh, guys. We just, Panyo. what, what, what did we, what Panyo. is it? What? A big tsunami slash like water thing. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I don't know which podcast. There's a movie, guys. It's a movie called Nanyo. It came out like a long time ago around the yeah. same time with the Transformers movie. Right. And it's about See, a This is girl. why I gotta have that up there because I gotta look this stuff up Ooh. As, as I go. This is how I stay in. It has Liam Neeson in it? Matt Damon, how have I not seen this movie? It's a, it's a, it's a cartoon. Are you saying Ponyo oh. or Albanyo? Ponyo. Ponyo. P O N Y O. Right, I was a Studio Ghibli, but we're watching this. Yeah. Watch this. Well, they've got a movie to watch after we record this. <laughs> very when good. Very made? good. Two thousand eight. Perfect. It's, it's right in our. We only watch movies from two thousand to two thousand ten. On a bench. Like on a bench, like on a random. Usually if we pick a movie at random, there's like a ninety-five percent chance it was made between the year two thousand and two thousand ten. The last one was the butterfly effect. Oh <gasps> well, we've, we've done it before too. We're just like, hey, you wanna watch this Bruce Willis movie called Unbreakable? When was it made? Two thousand six. Sold. Like <laughs> seriously, like like, like it's like a clinch factor or it's like it's a clinch you only, factor you only ever recommend no not, not only ever but it just kind of seems like when to it's be on a whim that's yes. what it is typically it's because we enjoy movies from 2000 to 2010 interesting oh, i don't know man, that sounds like a great study like what's going on there i, I love think that it's, i think it's because at that point i was between the ages of 
what would have been uh, eight and 18. So it's probably a lot of movies I wasn't allowed to watch. So now I can actually watch them <laughs> and enjoy them for the films that they are. Wow. Like Ponyo. You definitely were not allowed to watch Ponyo back then because it would have been too scary. Probably. <laughs> I don't even Is know how we got started talking about this. You're talking about stressful situations, and I thought about that movie, Ponyo. <laughs> hmm. Okay. That's interesting. All right. You guys are going to have to reel me in. I'm used to just going no, off topic I on have... purpose. I have really lost control of this podcast. Let me just tell you, I would say in the last um, <laughs> two months, solid, I would say, yeah, like past six episodes or so. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's really just been. It's because I'm, I'm a loose cannon these days. She's I a loose cannon. Love to see it. <laughs> right. I'm not even trying to keep it together anymore. I got my That's ears. Okay. Yes, you do you. That's great. I think it started, it started with Caleb. Mm. Like they really Uh, just beat up on me. Yeah. Caleb and I had a really good time taking over the podcast. And I, I had a good time listening and (laughs) trying to steer the ship. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I've been, no, I've been there. I get it. (laughs) I totally get it. Okay. Well, I'm steering it back. I'm, I'm doing my best here. So we call the, you captain? Yeah, please call me captain. Okay, I will. America. Because let me tell you, <laughs> if you I <laughs> was paid for every time that somebody called me Captain America or left a message on my answering machine, I have footage of it and I will release that soon. Okay. But I get called, well, I didn't finish that sentence. I wouldn't have to do kettles, guys, because <laughs> I will have raised like over a hundred thousand dollars in captain america messages turning into money just it's just really you're the, the one who just brought like, up ponyo just, go with it okay there, no i want to i want to understand understand the science here there is no science Moving just saying, if she had a dollar for every time she was called it she would have enough hundreds of dollars I didn't say the dollar part, so I see how you're confused. But thank you, Lindsay, for bringing that. Thank you, thank you, Lindsay, yeah. for the clarification. Thank you. Anyway, this is episode two of um, our homecoming season. Now, I feel like we have to just do a brief bringing us back in kind of giving context because it has been a while. And that's how we started on this whole weird tangent was, you know, our lives have been really busy and Kiri has been navigating starting a new full-time job. And I've been just, you know, doing officer life and trying to, you know, stay afloat with all that stuff. And so we haven't been as diligent about doing our recording um, of the podcast, but we are here. And this, like I said, is episode two of homecoming. And last season we had conversations about, um, belonging. Like, is there a place for me? And we've heard from a lot of different people. And that was just a really beautiful season of honesty and authenticity and just really exploring, um, that topic. And so this season we have been, well, we did this with Mike and and Andy in a weird way, but, 
um, we have thought about people in our lives or that we know, or that other people know, um, who have found home in some way. Now, in these episodes, we are talking about what that means, what that looks like, what is home, where have you found it? And you'll hear those questions in this episode as we get started. But um, JD and Lindsay are people, at least for me, and I know Kiri, because we, you know, they came to mind for us in doing this episode, but um, are people who we feel like have found home. Um, not in that home is like a final like in a final destination sort of way, but, um, through their lives have navigated finding a different home or processing what a new home might look like, or, you know, whatever that, whatever that is. So hopefully that makes a little bit, a little bit of sense. We're exploring what home is and how we found it, what that looks like. And that's where we're at. So I want to just dive right in. So the first question we kind of want to discuss uh, with JD and Lindsay, what is home for you? Let's just start there. When you think of home, what does that look like for you? They're looking at each other, go. debating who's going first. I'm probably going to do the majority of the talking. Yeah, that's fine. My only response really is home is like where you can walk from the bathroom to the bedroom with a towel on. Because <laughs> I don't yes. do that anywhere else. <laughs> no. And you can't do it when you're hosting people either. You well, can only do it when you're home, home by yourself. Anyway. That is true. <laughs> I like that answer. <laughs> so, okay. What else? I don't know. For me, especially, and I think one of the later questions sits on this too, but for me, whenever we move, I need to get my computer set up. That's when I feel mm. like I'm home because I have a place to relax and I can do things that allow me to just like entertain and chill. So like when we can get that and it can be like getting the TV set up and that seems really materialistic but it's true we get like the tv set up or we get you know stuff off the couch mm -hmm. um at least when like we physically move but well i don't know i think about uh we just want a we have always wanted a place where we feel like that's where we're supposed to be mm. and that's where we are at least now we're we're falling into well especially now i'm just going off the rails here but like that's okay specifically you know we have found a church home in the last eight months mm -hmm. that feels like home the people are real they're authentic we're finding time with friends in the congregation you know, people that unfortunately we know because of like the nature of their jobs, they're sitting here for the next two years writing their dissertation and then they're going to become a, get a PhD and they're going to go somewhere where the money is, you know, and that's mm -hmm. hard because for us, we feel like we're home and the people equally make it home just like the location. So home will feel like less when those people are gone. So mm -hmm. we just have to embrace the time we have now enjoy it and make the most of it 
Yeah, I really love that. And your response made me think of um, our first episode where I think it was Andy, correct me if I'm wrong, Kiri. Um, he kind of talked about how home is where he, he has purpose or like feels like he has purpose. And that's kind of, I feel like what you're explaining a little bit, like when you're, you know, microphone is set up and like the things in your home that, you know, I think about JD and how much he loves or has loved, um, recording or gaming or streaming or like just some of those things, like you found purpose in that. And, uh, so when that's set up, you're like, okay, like home, um, what do you think about that? Like that whole concept of home is where you find your purpose. Thoughts? Did I get, did I explain that right, Carrie? I think more or less, or like, it's also, I think not just like finding the purpose, but like you feel like you have a purpose. Mm. If that makes sense. Like. I can probably relate more to that one. Hmm. Um, Say that again, Lindsay, because I can probably relate more to like where you have a purpose instead of um, like it's been nice, like at church to like finally be a part of like a caring ministry. Like so when people have like babies or somebody, somebody had a house fire, like getting to cook for them and like getting to deliver that. And then like having people over has been really good. Like home is also like my community at work, like they're the people I talk to the most and when we can joke around and that's home to me too. Like if I feel comfortable, I told somebody today, if I feel comfortable enough to like tease with you, then we're close. And that's important. Yes. Okay. So people, so from that, I'm getting like home is a place where you have people that you're invested in or are invested in you or something like that. Um, now how, or if, or hold on, I lost my questions. Oh, how has your definition of home changed over the years or has it? What do you think? Well, we both were officers kids. So like home was definitely not like, the place you lived because you were moving all the time, you know, mm -hmm. home ended up being like our family and like the time together and mm. stuff like that. I always felt like I had to claim the state <laughs> as my home. So I've always said like, I'm an Indiana boy because I've lived everywhere in Indiana, every corner of Indiana I've now lived in up wow. like left up upper left, upper right and lowers. So but that, that I always did that because I never felt like any one specific place in Indiana was home because it was always anywhere from a year and a half to five years. So even though the place that I probably lived in the most didn't, it didn't feel like home, hmm. you know? Um, like even when we, yeah, when we lived in Huntington, we were talking about this earlier, Lindsay didn't feel like that was home. She had family there. She had me there. We were courting and dating, but it wasn't home for her. Mm -hmm. Chicago was still home. Like she, that was still her home base. That was still where her people were. That was still where her family was. 
you know, mm. they're, they're close knit family. So like, it's not always where you are and it's not always who you have. It's well, they say home is where the heart is. So like, where are you invested? Right. And mm. she was still invested in being in Chicago because we had early conversations of like, when are we moving to Chicago? We never did, but you know, she, well, I guess technically we live in little Chicago. I, you, you wouldn't call it that? <laughs> no. We got the South Bend Cubs. They're the, they're the farm team for the, we live, we live in many Chicago, man. Oh. You don't think so? I would think East Chicago, Indiana would be, maybe. You would think that, but this is where all the gangs come. This is where all the gangs show okay. up. Okay. All right. Yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry. That's my, wait, that's wait, my. cheese fries. Are there cheese fries? In what? That's Chicago to me. Of course, we have cheese fries. We have a Portillo's. That's good enough, right? That's little Chicago. Uh, See? See? Mm -hmm. That is how you would find that. Do you have cheese fries? If you can get cheese fries, then Then Huntington would have been home to you. And tacos? (laughs) We, we, oh man, we just talked for an hour on tacos tonight at dinner, but um, that's all beside the point. The, The point is like, I think it's changed because when we moved here, we felt like we had found home base because mm-hmm. of the area, because the people that invested their lives in us, the people who invested in us, the people that we've found. Um, and like we, so like when we came to the area, we worked 30 minutes east, but this area we've stayed in the last seven almost eight years and now that we live like in closer to the heart of the city we feel more invested because we now work like we were detached from where we lived and from where we worked Mm. so neither of them really kind of felt like home because we were going back and forth it was like again you had to pick the area right we had to take like all of michiana but now we can say without a doubt, like this city is our city Mm. because we go to church in the middle of the city. We work in the middle of the city. Like we, we do every, you know, everything that we do is centered around being citizens in this place that we live Mm. and we love it. Like, I don't think we'd want to go anywhere else. Yeah. So when you think like location wise, that's, that's what I think of like it's definitely changed from being having to claim a broad area to now we can claim a very specific spot that's ours Mm. even down to having a house we've had a house we have a house have had a house for two years now and like I mean the joke is the bank still owns this house for the next 28 years but you know (laughs) like we're paying to own this house Mm -hmm. and that's even different from renting you don't have the sense of ownership as you do when every single problem from the bees to the mice to the, like, it's all yours. You get mm-hmm. to, you get to deal with the leaky faucets and the backing up toilets. It's all yours. So for better, or for worse, right? Like it's your home, <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. in the good times and in the, in the bad times, this whatever square feet is, is ours, you know, it's our little, our little slice. So, yeah, 
Yeah. Thanks for that. Um, I mean, we've talked a little bit about this already. If you have like things to add to it, that second question here, where have you found home? And again, if yeah, you've been talking through that, but in addition to that, who in your life has helped guide you towards home or has been a home to you? So we're thinking, you know, we've talked a lot about like physical home and, you know, feeling, feeling that, and we've alluded to like people, right. Feeling like home. So who in your life has helped guide you towards home or been home to you? When I think back to like 2008, you two were, you know, like now, like you still feel like home, but like, um, we really find home in like Nick and Jody Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, you know, she is family, but like when I go see my grandma, like that's home. It doesn't matter where she lives, like wherever my grandma is, that's home. Yeah. And my mom. Yeah, wherever her mom has lived and she's had a few houses, it's always been we can, you know, feel like we can get for me, we talked about this too. For me, if I can feel comfortable getting into your cupboards or, you know, finding food on my own, that's that's enough for me. If I feel mm-hmm. like I gotta ask you or I gotta um, you know, I'm still kind of cautious about it, then it's not the same, right? Yeah. There's actually some people we met through um, through Twitch that like they've actually moved from the West or the, yeah, the West Coast to Indiana. And like when we go see them, it feels like home. Like they're so welcoming. And yeah, they're like, if you don't know where I it feel is, like we've ask, known them forever. You know, like it's just, but just find it. Like, yeah. That's a good place. And I even think for me, um, when I was, I would say, without a home, um, in Huntington, Linda Poling, the Polings were very home because they were like, you need somewhere to be? Like, our house is literally always open. So, like, when we were work, we were in Huntington for the weekends, we were working in Indy during the week, and we were commuting every single week. Like, I could literally just, like, show up. And she'd be like, your room's available. Like you, you can, you can crash mm. here if you need to. Um, there's roast in the fridge. There's roast in the, she's like, help yourself. Like you can, li- I could literally drive over there tonight. I could walk in the door and I could crash on her couch. She would not care. Unless obviously like something very, very life threatening and, or like if the, there was a family emergency, but otherwise Anyone could walk through that front door. It would be unlocked and you could go and you could be there. So (laughs) I think of people like that who just have an open invitation, their hospitality, their heart is so big that like, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's, it's a home for anybody, you know, like unless they're having a family outing or Mm -hmm. a family thing, we could always go and use the pool. Like Mm -hmm. just let yourselves in, you know, know, we don't care. Um, And those, those are the kinds of people that I think, make home for other for others you know they just are so welcoming and just and i think i like my privacy sometimes yeah but we try we try to do that i think for other people 
we, mm-hmm. we really try, especially because going back to the house thing, like just having a spare room now has been huge mm. where we can just like, you know, it's mostly it's family, but even other people for like, hey, you're right. You're going right past us. If you can't make it the extra 45 minutes, we have a bed you can sleep in, you know, like mm-hmm. we're trying to adopt those kinds of like things to be home for other people too. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, we've always tried to have the mentality of like, God gave us this house, he gave us our resources, and we need to use it like for being there for other people. I don't know if we'll ever have just like the house is unlocked open door policy. I doubt that. <laughs> Unless, you know, we get like 50 years old and we just don't care. But <laughs> I mean, they're older than that, but like, just saying, I don't know. The... 50 plus. Stop saying break yes. in, break in. Yeah, when the, when the neighborhood watch stops going off and saying, did anyone hear gunshots at two in the morning? Then, <laughs> oh then we'll gosh. start to... Uh, We'll start doing that. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's either gunshots or fireworks. You just, you never know. One or the other. You know, I think as you were talking, I was thinking about that question for myself. And, you know, we keep going back to 2008, right? That was Band of Survivors. Well, 2007 was my first introduction to the Salvation Army in college. And um, Josh and Jen Polanco were the people that were, you know, running the Mount Greenwood Corps. And they were those kind of people. Like I could at any point go to their house and let myself in and eat their food and, you know, just be. Um, and and feel comfortable being me. Um, and that has shaped, I mean, those years, thinking about 2000, you know, seven, 2008, 2009. I mean, those three years really were like huge. And I, I was newly Christian. I had just, um, gotten saved right before going to the army in 2007. And so those people who were home to me really shaped, like genuinely shaped who I would become and what my ministry would look like. And now like I value home so much, you know, that's what I like at the end of my life. I want people to be like, you know what? Amanda helped to create home, you know, for me, whatever that looked like in whatever season. Um, So that's kind of what I was thinking about when you were talking about the people in your life that have been home to you. It's this feeling of, you can be yourself. Like you are loved, you are known, you're welcomed as you are. You can partake in, you know, last weekend, like you were, (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly what you were. (laughs) Good. Last weekend, uh, we had a Hocus Pocus two party. And so (laughs) we just enjoyed watching Hocus Pocus two and decorated (laughs) and just had fun. And that's, that's the stuff of life, right? Like life is so hard. (laughs) Like life is so hard. And so enjoying the small things like with people you love is really important. And I think that like is what is home for me. Um, Kiri, you have something 
before we go into the next question? Sometimes I check in with her, you know, make sure she's still there. <laughs> I'm, I'm still here. Um, I don't have anything. Okay. At the moment. Okay. Um, so again, we have talked a bit about this, but if you have anything to add, what are the signs that you have found home? So JD, we heard you say that if I can walk into your house and I can get a drink and some food and feel comfortable, that is a good sign that I have found home. Um, what else? And this is for all of us, like Kiri, if you have anything to add, what are signs that we found home? Could it be like, if you feel comfortable sleeping somewhere? I don't know if that's really nice. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to out you. Yes. It sounds like there's a longer story here. No. <laughs> Lindsay likes to sleep. That's the end of the story. I really like my bed. <laughs> so if you if you got that bed unpacked, yes. you're at home. <laughs> no. I'm trying to think. That's true though. What? If you have a comfortable place to sleep that doesn't hurt your back. True or false? True, true, true. It is true. There's a lot of places <laughs> that will say, "You're like, hey, it's four in the morning. Do you, you want to just leave?" I'm like, no, I'm sleeping. <laughs> you're like, you're like, come on, I'll drive, go home, and we can sleep in our own bed. Like, okay, that's real. It's it's real because it is. It's not necessarily homey. It's like there's 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 aspects of it though. There's some aspects. Yeah. Yeah. It's a multifaceted thing, but it's still true. Yeah. This past weekend, while you guys are thinking this past, well, not weekend week, I was in the upper peninsula of, well, oh my gosh, I should have, Kiri, I don't even know where you are in Michigan. It's um, okay. And where, okay. Tell me, tell me after we don't want to give, okay. Yeah. The hand thing is not helpful. I have no idea where I was. Wait, she was up here. Anyway, I went, to, <laughs> I went to go visit the Brudos. Mm -hmm. And so, um, there was one day where, and I was there from like Monday to, I just got home, um, this afternoon. And there was one day where I was like, I just really need a nap. I really need a nap. And there's some places that I'll go and I'll visit where I don't feel comfortable doing that. And it's not because of the bed. It's because it's because I don't want to feel like an inconvenience or like, I don't know, just like lazy or I don't even know what it is, but like, I just won't feel comfortable. But there, I just said to Bruce or said to, um, Taylor, like, I think I'm going to go take a nap. She's like, okay, great. Have fun we'll see you in a couple hours, you know? And that meant so much to me because I woke up and I felt so good. And I thought, Oh my gosh, that was, that was so great. So anyway, that yes, yes to naps. And it makes me think of like, I am kind of like the opposite. If I'm home with like, I don't want to get to sleep. Like mm. I just want to soak up every moment of it. And like, mm. I don't want to nap. Like I think about weekends with my mom, like, I am so tired. She's like, just go take a nap. And I'm like, no, I got to soak up this time. I don't want to leave. 
you know, yeah. like I could have, I could sleep anytime. Like I just want to soak up this time and like, I'll be very drowsy, but I'm there. <laughs> yeah. I love that too. It's a silly, it's another silly sign, but like another sign that just came to me of like when you're home is like when you don't have to use your GPS anymore. Ooh. You know, you know how to get to like everywhere you need to go. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's real. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a lot longer than other times. <laughs> like I, I could think about St. Louis. I did not know that place at all. That took me forever to figure out how to get, get to places. Here, I'm where I grew up. And so I know how to get to places. It's great. Anybody else? Signs that you found home, at least, you know, in that season. It's okay. We're going to go into our last one. And if something, oh, wait, were you going to say something? No, I just, I just keep giggling because I think we're like very reflective today. <laughs> it's not today. Like you guys are always... I feel like talking to somebody that like I'm going to be processing this all night and then tomorrow night I'm like dang I should have done this I should have done this (laughs) (laughs) even though you sent the questions way ahead (laughs) why do I even prepare I'm I appreciate preparation but also I'm going to be overthinking and like dang it no don't overthink this this is great like this is really, it truly is a good conversation. And if there is anything that comes to your mind at, you know, 3am as you're trying to sleep, you know, just message us and we can always, you could you even know, share like that with voice people. Memo. And then yeah. Bane can like insert it and it'll yeah. be like, he'll fix it in post. <laughs> no, that won't happen. But it'll be, it'll be really funny. Cause it'll just be like Lindsay, Lindsay's voice. <laughs> It'll be uh, all raspy. 3 a.m. <laughs> and I just remembered <laughs> I was going to say. Like shy Ronnie. Actually, please do that. We can um, release those <laughs> on social media posts. <laughs> I will expect at least three or four of these. Um, <laughs> 3 a.m. Thoughts with Lindsay. Oh my gosh. This is going to become a set, like a whole thing. It'll be I hope you're ready. <laughs> You've heard of the screw tape letters. Now get ready for. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to call them. I don't, know them. <laughs> I don't even know. We'll think of a good name, guys. Don't worry. I got this. The Lindsay Chronicles. The Lindsay, the Lindsay Chronicles. This is good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. So we're going to go into the last question and then everybody keep your eyes open for the Lindsay Chronicles, which will start to be shared um, at some point after this episode is released. Um, So this last question, how do you share home with others? Um, And I'll even add to that. What might be a step that we can take to move toward doing that? Um, in an even better way, but how do you share home with others? I mean, I think we touched on that, but like we have the ability to have people in our home, so mm-hmm. we're not doing it all the time, but we'll, we have good friends that will be in their house. They'll be in ours. And we try and like 
you know, go back and forth. Um, but even like, I remember, you know, I think, I think college kids nowadays still like home cooked meals. I don't know. I guess, you know, so like being able to like provide that for people, mm. um, maybe because they have a busy schedule or something, but it doesn't necessarily have to be all the comforts of home, but there are little things I think we can do for each other. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just being that safe place doesn't have to be like a location kind of a deal, but it can mm-hmm. be how we set ourselves up. Yeah. I recently took a big step and invited people from work over. So they're coming over at the end of the month. I'm like, I don't really want people that I work with to know where I live, but I really want to get to know them more and I want to serve them and stuff like that. We're going to play games with them. So. Good. That's <laughs> exciting. I don't know why I feel that way, but I was just like, I want people to know where I live. But now I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. Good. And I think there's always someone you can invite over. You know, there's people I can think of at church that we haven't had over yet that I'd like to have over. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. If you don't feel comfortable doing it in your own home, like bringing somebody a meal or something like that, too, like you said. Mm-hmm. Or going out for a meal. Yeah. Home can be in just like your conversation with each other. Because a lot of the stuff you do is like over Discord. Right. Like, yeah, when we have our podcast, we sit with people after to just like try and like harbor community. And it's just people sitting in a call all separately across the country mm-hmm. the world really but you could say that that's that's a little piece of like home and being together is because we're all in the same place one way or another yeah and then people end up sharing like their experiences and stuff like that and right so it's, it's more collective and everybody can kind of find something that speaks to them yeah. Kiri, you have anything? Yeah, I was thinking about work, um, like sharing home with other people at work. And um, like I try to, so like I do a bunch of interacting with customers. So I try to address other people as humans and like, like be like friendly and real and whatever. Like my job is like selling stuff to people, but I want to do it in a way where like at the end of the day, they walk away feeling like their humanity was seen and recognized and respected and like, Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what, one of the things I'm really enjoying about my job is that I get to talk to people like strangers every single day. And it's like not awkward for me because like they're there for a reason and I'm there for a reason. And I get to like hear about their needs and what's going on in their lives. And it's completely like non weird. Like, it's, like, just a really normal 
it's perfectly acceptable for me to be interested in their lives and like what's going on. Like there's no baggage of like, um, yeah, like a, a lot of things that would happen, like a lot of things that happen for me in like church settings have a lot of baggage around them of like, mm. um, pretending people pretend a lot at, at church. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's like super refreshing to be somewhere where people don't have to pretend Mm -hmm. anything. And like, I get to be a human and they get to be a human and I get to like love everybody around me. And it's like perfectly normal. Um, like the, even the other day, like I was like walking down, like, like at Home Depot, there's like this, you know, there's the long aisle down the middle that goes through like the whole store. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like walking down that aisle and I was so happy. And I'm like, I could just die. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> right there in Home Depot. Because I was like, just like, I felt like I loved everybody. And like, like I just like felt good. Like I was doing something good and I cared about people and like everything was good. Like, so, you know, that was great. You sound like Brengel. Well, no, I totally, I was like thinking about the little worm, right? He's like, I love the worms, the The urchins and the urchins in the street. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is like, I'm totally feeling that. Like just that love, like being, it doesn't happen all the time. You know, like sometimes you just like Mm -hmm. hate everybody. Yeah. On that day, I like loved everybody and that made me really happy. Love, pure love. (laughs) It's a holy place. I hate everyone. Like, I don't want to be here. (laughs) That hurts. (laughs) You say my butt hurts? What? Didn't it sound like she said that? Oh, my head. I heard butt, too. I heard, we all heard butt. Oh, my gosh. Your butt, I was like, your butt hurts. That's a personal problem. like, usually my butt doesn't hurt. It's like, there's all other kinds of parts of my body that hurt, but it's generally not my butt. (laughs) Anyway, I'm sorry to ruin that beautiful moment by talking about butts. It's okay. It's a beautiful moment. It's already been ruined. So you feel at home in Home Depot? Isn't that hilarious? At home <laughs> in Home Depot. I mean, for the yeah, I think so. For the most part, I feel like just like kind of more normal. Like I mm. like everything. I feel normal. Like I feel like I can just be a normal person, mm-hmm. and that's how I've been feeling for like a few months up here. Is just like a normal person. So I don't know what was going on before, but I feel normal. I feel like a normal person and like, I just want to be a normal person and it's okay to be a normal person and whatever, man, I, that's clearly personal issues. No, (laughs) I mean, well, yeah, but (laughs) no, I mean, like I hear what you're saying and I'm like tearing up because I'm like, yeah, like I, I get that for you like especially like i'm happy that i just want to you found that i want to be where the people are <laughs> okay ariel really a lot of weird things happening wait what walking around on those 
Those what do they call them again? Two little legs. <laughs> feet, feet. Yeah, feet. whatever. Those things. <laughs> the humans have. The humans. <laughs> oh my gosh. On that note, um, no, this is really good. Um, I was coming home today and I created a fall playlist, which I'll send to you guys. And if you love it, awesome. If not, that's fine. Uh, but there is a song on there and it's called slow down by David Navori N E V O R Y probably said that wrong, but I'm just going to read some of the lyrics and it kind of hit, it just kind of hit. And I think you'll see anyway, it says slow down. We've been running so long. I think it's time we get to calm down and let go slow down. Nothing's going to go wrong. Promise me we're going to be each other's home. And the word home, like obviously stuck out. I knew we were going to do this tonight. And I just, I don't, I really loved the song. And so if anyone wants to listen to it again, it's slow down. Um, it's a song by David Navori, N-E-V-O-R-Y. And also sleeping at last. Um, I know there's some people who hate the Enneagram. Okay. We're not going to go deep into that, but sleeping at last did do, they created songs, one for each of the numbers of the Enneagram. And I am a two and the two song really resonated with me. Um, probably because, you know, it was my own number, but that, that song has, is just a really, I think really cool picture of home as well. And so I just wanted to share those two, like if you love music and wanted to listen to those, it's the Enneagram two song of sleeping at last and then slow down. Um, but anyway, thank you guys for being on the podcast and, um, we love you a lot and you are people who have been and are home for me. Um, and I, I just really, I don't know, appreciate you both and honor you both, uh, and the hard things that life has thrown your way. Um, I don't know. You've just continued to be, um, a source of encouragement and love and hope for, those around you. And so I'm grateful for each of you. Thanks for being here. Lindsay's crying. JD's crying. They're weeping. They've got tears. That's why they're not. I get it, guys. I'm, I'm trying not to cry. Like I already almost <laughs> cried in earlier. So I'm really trying not to. <laughs> guys, I cry Sobbing. at least once every episode. It's fine. Sometimes Kiri cries. <sighs> Great. Okay. Now we're all crying. Okay. Crying. <laughs> you will. You will be. I'll cry when I the calls over. Exactly. <laughs> okay, everybody. Peace out. Love y'all. Yay for home. See you next time. I know these years have weighed me down. Put a strain on us And I've learned Through these storms that pass me by 
strength comes in the night. Your strength comes in.